Alright, uh, let's do Pray for the Devil. Uh, Pray for the Devil. Pray for the Devil is the new horror movie that is out right now. Um, it is uh, starring, uh, let me pull up here, uh, starring by Daniel Stam and, uh, and, and starring Jacqueline Burns, uh, Byers um, here. It's all about a nun uh, who prepares to perform an exorcism, um, you know, on a little girl, um, and it's all detailing the uh, church and then how it deals with exorcisms, and then obviously uh, Jacqueline Byers being a woman um, and being a nun, uh, obviously, you know, a lot of sexism there dealing with that, uh, being in the organization and having to kind of fight against that amongst the other male, uh, amongst the male priest, uh, her being, you know, her trying to perform an exorcism, she'd be kind of one of the first women to ever do that um as they say in the film um so it's kind of she has to overcome certain these challenges um and it is a you know dealing with exorcism is an exorcism type movie um and you're going to see a lot of the very familiar exorcist type you know tropes that you'll see uh because i don't think any exorcist movie has really topped of course the legendary one uh which is you know uh, uh you know it hasn't really topped that legendary one um and every no, no you can't yeah it's 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 kind of impossible uh to kind of top that film uh which is the exorcist which is yeah that's pretty much goaded it's not even considered one of the best horror movies it's considered mm -hmm. just one of the best movies of all time uh period uh which came out all the way back in 1973 so a lot of other movies have tried to kind of replicate that formula and do a lot of kind of similarities and you'll see kind of a lot of stuff that here with like the little girl uh which stuff she does and the little girl's name is natalie uh is the little girl's name um and you kind of see some of that stuff there of you know the the crawling up the walls and you know creepy things that the kids say and everything like that um and a whole bunch of the contortionist stuff and that's kind of where i'm at with this movie because i'm not a big fan of the entire uh, demonic possession subgenre of horror it's just one of those things that never really grabbed me uh personally outside of stuff outside of very few isolated examples like uh the exorcist like uh, uh that film from 2013 i believe uh starring jeffrey d morgan called the possession i think those are the the standouts in this entire subgenre. Uh, besides those you kind of get a lot of the same beats from other possession films like the you know possessed child saying a bunch of creepy stuff the like uh uh, props in the room flying around candles suddenly going out a lot of jump scares a lot of the contortion uh, body contortioning stuff that you see in like every single one of these kinds of movies mm. yeah i mean for the most part yeah you'll get a lot of those kind of things um that it doesn't make it kind of stand out and you know make it feel kind of memorable at all um and it, it just kind of fades into the background of like other horror movies uh that you'll see and there's nothing that really particularly stands out i think and that's kind of the biggest failure of this movie um i thought the lead of the film i thought she would have been i mean i think she deserved a better film because i think she was really doing her best to carry it mm -hmm. and you have jacqueline byers here who plays sister Anne, um and the storyline is somewhat interesting like 
her being, you know what I mean, like this woman in this kind of male-dominated field, uh, her trying to really overcome that and do these exorcisms, perform these exorcisms. Um, I thought that was somewhat interesting, kind of a story there that you could have kind of played with and mm-hmm. done some good things with. Uh, but I think ultimately it's kind of just let down by kind of like a flat script and just kind of flat direction all around. What did you think about her lead perform- the lead mm-hmm. performance there? Uh yeah, uh, Jacqueline Byers, uh, her character Anne is easily the best thing about this movie. It's because you know her performance is elevating very, very mediocre material, and it is kind of interesting to look at a possession film through this lens of this uh, this nun who is uh, uh, attempting to be one of the first uh, female exorcists, which is something we don't really see in this genre. And that's kind of also a problem with uh, the possession uh, horror film in general because all of them have are essentially the exact same plot. There's only like one small key difference between all of them. And that dynamic I don't think is explored enough in this film because almost as soon as we get uh, a hint of conflict with uh, with Anne trying to sit in on the uh, exorcism classes immediately she has a sympathetic ear who's played by a i'm blanking on the actor's name but he plays a tony from 13 reasons why mm, okay uh I, yeah i know the actor that you're talking about let me see if i can kind of grab his name here but i know the exactly the, the actor you're talking about uh kristen navarro mm-hmm. is his it's name. like yeah, there's conflict hinted at, but it's not explored because three seconds after she's sitting in, he's like, hey, you want to help us out with this? And it's like, okay, you kind of just threw away one of the more interesting conflicts in your movie. Mm, yeah, he plays Father Dante in the movie. Um, you know, he's a little bit more, you know, open-minded about having her kind of sit in uh, and being a part of the class as opposed to maybe some other people. Uh, even though that kind of, like you said, it kind of goes away pretty quickly of like some people feeling kind of antagonistic towards her because uh, you have a kind of another uh, character in this movie uh, who's a guy, his name is uh, Nicholas Ralph, who plays Father Raymond. Um, he's a little bit more antagonistic, you know, towards her, um, but that goes away pretty quick after they have their first like exorcism training um and they kind of like mm-hmm. you know go outside for drinks it's like kind of they're cool now it seems like so it's kind of like okay that kind of goes away pretty f- uh, quickly um but uh you know how did you kind of like the exploration kind of like i guess the lore of this movie you have they're talking about you know exorcisms and you know kind of doing this in the in the in the movie well, I don't think it really explores the entire uh, concept of exorcism or a lot of those themes. I, I think what this film was trying to do was was tackling similar subject matter to another film that we talked about earlier this year with Smile, where it was trying to uh, introduce the elements of mental illness and talk about how that and, uh, and uh, symptoms of demonic possession can tend to overlap. But I think that the movie is introducing those concepts and wants to add a little bit of uh, a little bit of gray to them but it completely abandons it because i think a big problem with this movie is, is that i don't think it knows what i think it i think it knows too well what audience it is going for because this is a pg-13 horror movie it is going for that midnight teenage uh, audience uh to pack up the theater, have a couple like eh, jump scares for the entire runtime. And I think because of that, it, it squanders the opportunity to really dive in, 
deep into a lot of these themes that it's presenting. Mm, yeah. And you bring up Smile and watching the trailer for Smile, which was, I thought, very underwhelming. You know, you should go see the movie and it's this big mm -hmm. surprise of the depth that it has. Um, this one, mm -hmm. I think if you see the trailer, it's basically, yeah, it's basically what you get from watching the trailer. It's, it's you know, it's just kind <laughs> yeah, of... It give, yeah, it, it's a case of it gave away the entire third act in the trailer. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, pretty much. Um, and they try to do kind of like a a, a little bit of a twist in the movie a little bit there um, towards the end. I don't know if you saw the twist coming or not. Uh, but, I mean, did you kind oh, of... Oh, I saw it from, like, frame one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, okay, you kind of see where this is kind of going to go and where it's kind of going to end up there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, I don't think the twist yeah, is... Yeah, and, and it's a twist that could have been impactful, but I think the film is just trying so quickly to get to the next jump scare that it doesn't have time to to really set up that twist or to make it even somewhat emotionally impactful mm, yeah um yeah i mean that's i mean like you said i mean i think it's appealing to an audience of people that you know it's like hey listen it, it's probably wasn't made for a lot of money um i, I can look at the budget on this uh, let me if i can pull up the budget but it probably wasn't made for that much money um you don't really have any big names in this movie um so you probably save money there as well um and it's something you can just pump out really quickly and you know deliver some people mm -hmm. you know horror movies are gonna are better off kind of returning gonna get a return on its budget um and so it's kind of like okay we just make this real quick to pack the audience full of kind of teenagers and that kind of audience and then they're gonna be able to just to watch it and we're gonna get our money back uh quickly on it um i think that's kind of one of the main goals of it um so i i think the execution of there there wasn't really much great execution and the director of this movie um he did last exorcism so he's got experience doing exorcism he did last exorcism mm -hmm. and then he did a movie called 13 sins as well which i've never heard of I'd, i've never heard of that mm. film myself um yeah, yeah neither have i i did i kind of liked some parts of the last exorcism it was kind of an interesting spin on the genre where they were uh, doing it as a found footage film. Mm, yeah. Um, and I would have loved it more in the movie if they kind of explored more the depth of, you know what I mean, this kind of field and what they were kind of doing. Um, kind of similar to something like, I guess you would see like in maybe like something like a show like Supernatural where they really get into some of the lore of some of the different mm. things. Um, I don't think they do that enough in this movie. Um, and, you know, I, I think she's trying her best. Like I said, I think she's she is one of the best parts of this movie. She she is Jacqueline Byers, who's the <laughs> leader. I think she's one of the best parts and she tries her best to elevate this kind of basic material. Um, and eventually, but I think all of it is just kind of flat. And, and forgettable and I was, mm -hmm. I'm was i struggling to remember all the, the details of this movie uh, and I saw it just Friday uh, so yeah I mean you know and, and this is a you know we've talked about it before this has been a good year for horror um, a lot of different things mm -hmm. that came out that have been really good yeah um, you know and uh, shame that this one really uh, you know kind of just dropped the ball on that I think I mean this one is uh, yeah I mean mm. you know just something cheap you could watch maybe uh, just sitting at home maybe if you could maybe get some enjoyment there but i don't even think it's that exciting to just watch at home because it's just pg-13 um i don't even think it's that kind of exciting and if you've watched any other exorcism movie you basically know all the good scary stuff parts of what's going to happen there because a lot of it is kind of copy and paste um for me i would give it i'd just give it a skip it for me um mm -hmm. what about you <clears throat> 
I think that this film, um, amongst other things, it's just disappointing because, again, this has been such a great stacked year for horror from stuff like Scream, X, Pearl, The Northman, Smile, Barbarian, even, um, even uh, at least on my end, uh, something like Terrifier 2, that it's kind of disappointing that this is the horror film we get on Halloween weekend. And credit to credit where it's due Jacqueline Byers. I think she is phenomenal in this. She is elevating what is at best mediocre script. I think there are some interesting director direction uh, choices from uh, Daniel Stam, who I think he is kind of uh, somebody to look out for, for uh, whatever his next project is going to be. But unfortunately the script is just kind of middling. It has, Every single beat for beat, every single possession film, even when I was uh, drafting up my notes for this, I had to like double check IMDb to make sure I was talking about the right movie mm. because this is so similar to other demonic possession films. I'm at the same place as you are. This is a skip it movie. Um, if again, if you see one possession film, you kind of seen them all. Mm. Yeah. I can't remember the last great possession movie I've watched. Uh, I'm trying to think of maybe one. I'd say either Exorcism of Emily Rose or Deliver Us from Evil. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, hmm, I don't remember much from Exorcism of Emily Rose. Uh, that was the one with uh, uh, Dexter Morgan's sister, right? Jennifer Carpenter, right? Yeah, that was the one with uh, Alfred Molina as the uh, exorcist. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it came out in 05, yeah. Um, I thought that was a great performance from her, uh, uh, Jennifer Carpenter, Emily Rose. I mean, that was, I thought, really amazing performance from her. Um, yeah. Yeah, so two skippets for, uh, Pray for the Devil. 